Hi, folks. This is Bree Harvey, your host and producer of KB Cabaret. This Saturday morning and next Saturday morning, we have a two-part special Halloween treat for you. The play is called Passion of Dracula, and we are doing a radio rendition of this version written by Philip Hall, Eric Krebs, and David Richmond. Starring in Passion of Dracula is Mark Roth as Dracula, Bob Finley as Dr. Van Helsing, Joe Bardalis as Renfield, Amber Gans as Wilhelmina, Chano Briga as Harker, Mitch Tiffany as Godalming, Samuel Westover as Dr. Seward, John Carey as Jameson, our narrator is Judy McMahon, and I have a special role too, Dr. Van Zant. Sit back and listen to a very smart, sexy, and scary Passion of Dracula. <laughs> The Passion of Dracula, Act 1, Scene 1, England, Autumn of 1911, The Study of Dr. Seward's Home. Dr. Seward is pacing with a cigar when something catches his eye at the French doors. He suddenly grabs a gun from the desk and starts to take aim out the doors. I'll have you this time, you flying barge rat. The butler, Jameson, enters, unseen by Seward. Damn! Dr. Seward, anything wrong? No, Jameson. Just trying to get a bead on that blasted bat. It's been terrifying the villagers. Biggest wingspan I've ever seen. Flew out of range. Oh, bad luck, sir. You'll have him next time. Is there anything I can get you? No, thank you, Jameson. You could check on the sanatorium, though. Dr. Van Zant is still upstairs with Professor Van Helsing. Don't expect she'll make her usual rounds. Oh? Well, I've just come from there, sir. All present and correct. Inmates on their best behavior tonight. Well, that's a blessing. We've enough to contend with here. Is the professor still trying to figure out what's ailing Miss Murray? Yes, he and Dr. Van Zant have been up in her room all this while. I was only in the way, so I cleared off to make room for the specialists. Wish they would hurry, though. This waiting's too much to bear. Now, sir, you're just overwrought, all. The professor only got in from Amsterdam four hours ago. That all? Feels like an eternity when you're of no use. You know, I did fifty battlefield surgeries in two days once during the siege of Mafeking. Yes, sir, I remember. And I never once felt so bloody helpless. Girls wasting away before my eyes and I can't find a cure. Well, if anyone can help, it's the professor. After all, didn't I bring her through the fever when she was only ten? Now, why don't you let me bring you some nice kidney pie and Yorkshire pudding? Can't be getting down on yourself, you know. No, thank you, Jameson. Perhaps a touch of brandy. Professor Abraham Van Helsing enters from the stairs. Very good, sir. Professor Van Helsing, can I get you a brandy, sir? No, Jameson. Thank you. How is she, Abraham? She's resting, poor child. I asked Hilda to administer laudanum. Sleep will help her most, I think. Cedric, will you go over symptoms one more time? Perhaps uh, now I can make more sense of them. 
Well, as I said in my letter, it all started about six weeks ago. I would have written sooner, but the disease was slow to manifest. She is vacant in the morning, correct? Yes, a little worse each day. At night, she seems to strengthen, but then she lapses into a sort of trance. Sometimes she even wanders out of the house. You've locked the doors? Yes, but she keeps finding ways out. It's almost miraculous. And she remembers nothing of this after? No, nothing. Do you have any diagnosis, Abraham? I have common sense. She is exhausted. As for diagnosis, I am in the darkness. But surely there is some test, some laboratory analysis you wish Civic, to do. What tests there are, as good physician, you have performed. But we can learn of her mind. Dr. Helga will tell us with the new techniques of Dr. Sigmund Freud. Air I've heard of him. Doesn't he claim that little boys have vile notions about their own mother? Jameson. Yes, that's the man, Mr. Jameson. It's a fascinating theory. Shocking, I cause it. Well, all I know is in the two years since you sent her to me, Helga has done wonders with the patients up on the hill. But this case has her completely baffled. You're the greatest rare disease man in Europe. If you can't puzzle it out, I don't see any hope. Calmly, Cedric, there is always hope. I promised old Colonel Murray, as he lay dying in the Transvaal, that I'd look after her. And by God I shall. I love that girl as if she were my own. We shall cure her, never fear. Now, Mr. Jameson, could you have the carriage ready for me? Of course, Professor Van Helsing. Shall I drive you? No, no, I drive myself. I find it soothing. Very good, sir. Be careful in town, Abraham. Folks from the sanatorium aren't all that popular these days. I shall be charming old-world tourist. Dr. Helga Van Zandt enters from the stairs. Ah, Helga. How is she? The Lordman has taken the fact. Finally. She's asleep, poor thing. That's a mercy. Dr. Van Zandt, Helga, we have not had time to compare our findings. Your observations, please. Of course, Professor. I have taken copious notes. Beginning on the 14th August, patient manifested severe depression, recited Tennyson for two hours. At 1.45 p.m., she... Capsule summary, please, Doctor. Oh, yeah. Page 49. Depression, lethargy, somnambulism, followed by hyperactivity and euphoria. She often rallies and talks incessantly, but this is not unusual for English women of her age. There are symptoms of pernicious anemia, yet she has perfectly normal blood count. To me, this indicates psychosomatic induction and apparent manic repression. I see. Can't say I do, exactly. He's <laughs> anemia, but not anemia. He's <laughs> lethargy and hyperactivity. Very useful, Doctor. Your days in Vienna were not wasted. Ah, danke schön, Herr Professor. Afraid you specialists are just confusing me. Jameson enters with a coffee tray. The carriage is out front, Professor. Would you like some coffee before you go? Uh, no, thank you, Jameson. You going to travel, Professor? To Whitby, to Santa Cable. I think I shall ask my colleagues to send me a Lazarus wheel. A Lazarus wheel? A device to induce trance. 
Perhaps uh, mesmerism will prove useful. I shall ride with you to the gate and walk back. The air will do me good. And discuss your diagnosis. Mm. Uh, good night, Cedric. And have courage. Oh, take care, Abraham. Somnambulism and delusions? Does she discuss her dreams with you? Oh, yeah, the trauma. Imagine the fabre in perished sleep. Goodbye. Coffee, sir? Hmm? Oh, yes. Thank you, Jameson. Have some yourself if you like. Thank you, sir. Will Lord Godalming be calling on us this evening, sir? What makes you think he might be, Jameson? Well, sir, he's stopped in every other night for the last several weeks now. Yes, he has at that. I suppose, as Lord of the Manor, he feels a duty to keep an eye on the county. And he does worry about us. Oh, yes, sir. He's devoted to the staff here. Hmm. Jameson. Now, sir, I wasn't implicating no abnormality. Should hope not. I think what he and Dr. Helga do together... Jameson! Helga said you found Miss Wilhelmina today. About five o'clock this afternoon, sir. She was standing by the pool at the end of the edge row, staring vacant across the valley. Shouldn't have seen her at all if I hadn't taken the long way up from town. Oh, of course, the funeral. Thoughtless of me. Hope everything went off all right. Yes, sir. As well as could be expected. Dreadful thing. The girl was your cousin, I believe. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Oh, it did wrench a body's heart. Little clothes, white coffin and all. It'll be a sorry day for the monster what did it when we gets our hands on him. Three girls, sir, in the last month, all with their throats torn out. There's some in the village say it's an animal what done it. But I should warn you, sir, there's more say it's a madman. Damn it, Jameson. I know they're talking against the sanatorium. You'd think after twenty years hey, that they would... you know how men are, sir. Give them a few points and... The stupefying ignorance. What do they expect me to do? Chain my patients to the walls? These aren't the Middle Ages anymore. Well, grief don't mix with reason, sir. And besides, it's not just us. What do you mean, Jameson? Oh, the country folk are awfully suspicious of strangers. <laughs> what strangers did you have in mind, Jameson? I mean whoever's taken the old abbey. The word is some European fella moved in six weeks ago, but nobody's ever seen him. God only knows what sort he is. Not only God. I know as well. He is a Transylvanian nobleman, a scholar. He studies English folklore. Really? How did you discover all this? I met him last night walking on the grounds. His name is Dracula. Count Dracula. Eh, now, what's he doing on the grounds in the first place? Jameson, I think you should confine your concerns to inspecting the wards. Yes, ma'am. And have the attendants keep a special watch on Mr. Renfield. What? Your number one loony? <laughs> he was as good as gold at supper time. No nasty business today. Still, he has been so restless these last few nights, and we cannot be too careful. Very good, Doctor. Will there be anything else, Dr. Seward? No. Thank you, Jameson. Well, just ring if you need me, sir. You say this fellow's name is Dracula? Yeah, I invited him here this evening. He is a wonderful specimen. I must speak further with him. I trust you will not mind. What sort of chap is he? I find him fascinating, psychologically. 
He is arrogant, proud, untempered by the civilization of Western Europe. I confess, I should love to psychoanalyze him. Well, it's all right with me, so long as it doesn't upset Wilhelmina. Helga, do you really think the professor can discover what's wrong with her? I don't know. It's so strange, Cedric. What fools pounding on the door in the dead of night? Serbian lit. Are you in there? Lord Godulmink. We're in here. Don't break down my damn door. Cedric, you got trouble. Oh. Evening, Dr. Van Zandt. Lord Godulmink. Have you seen this outrage? Morning Globe muckrakers are at us again. Mysterious events in Whitby. Village girls murdered and drained of blood. Well, it's a bit bolder, perhaps, but I don't see how... Whitby, site of sewered sanitarium where modern experiments and treatment of lunacy are rumored to take place. Oh, God. Just so. Goes on like that for half a column. You can bet it's the topic of every pub in the county tomorrow. Journalists, filthy sensation mongers, make a capital out of others' misery. Because the snipe even had the effrontery to sign it. Some gently narker. Jonathan Harker. Sounds like a puff to me. I'll give Johnny some news if he crosses my path. Fetch me a brandy. Where do you Cedric can beat? I will bring it, my lord. Now look here, Cedric. You may be a fine doctor, and you may have saved my life in the Boer War, and you may be my best friend and all, but I can't go on defending your dumb asylum forever. Being lord of the manor doesn't swing the stick it did in the Peter's day. We have set the highest standards here. What you have set? Dr. Svansant, is an absentee record. If one more lunatic goes wandering out on his own, the cottages will be up here with torches and pitchforks. Really, Lord Goodlemink? Oh, don't protest. I'm aware of your breakaways. That one called Renfield's made a positive career of it. But we have been so cautious since his last escape. He's been in my especial care. Well, much good that's done. Perhaps Seward should get a man for a man's work. My lord, I shall thank you not to... Uncalled for, Gordon. Not her fault. But I suppose not. Sorry, Dr. Van Zandt, but my blood's up. This could be sticky. I assure you every necessary precaution is being taken. Renfield, you flippin' loony, come back here. (laughs) Ah, Renfield. Every necessary precaution. Renfield runs on, holding something live and furry in his hands, followed by Jameson. Renfield leaps over the chaise, but Godalming blocks the exit. Then Jameson grabs him from behind. Please, Dr. Seward, don't let him take it. It's mine. 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 Sorry, sir. Went to check his window and he gave me the slip. Renfield, what is in your hand? Nothing. Show me the other hand, Renfield. Nothing. Both hands, Renfield. Ah! Dr. Seward, please, it's mine. Don't let them take it. Ill, my, sir. <laughs> Moving up in the world, ain't we? What the devil, Cedric? It's a symptom, Gordon. Well, you see, my lord, he eats creatures. <laughs> we all do, man, except George Bernard Shaw. Mine. 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 Oh, enough. Helga knocks the mouse out of Renfield's grasp. It scurries away. Now it's in the woodwork. 
You see, my lord, live things, flies and such. Yes, <laughs> yes, flies, spiders, little bits of life, tiny drops of immortality. Ah.、Uh... No power in dead things. The blood is the life. And now, Renfield, back you go. No, no, let him continue. The master said it, and it is so. Now you, <laughs> you eat dead things. Barbarous. <laughs> no life from that. But the living blood still pulsating with the strength, the essence. It's glorious. So he eats mice. No. <laughs> Good. Flies and spiders. I was trying to escalate, you see, but it was too soon. Incredible! Listen, you hear? The Great One rides the wind tonight. The Master of Life. Oh, I'm not in his league yet. I'm a mere journeyman, but soon, soon. Yes, I promise. Redfield keeps your covenant. Who is this great one, Renfield? Why, him, the nameless one. What? Him. But of course you don't understand. I speak metaphorically. Of course you do. One day the world will know. The philosopher, the scientist, they will understand. But you, you will never comprehend. Steady, Renfield. Don't be getting in an uproar. Soon I shall have all the lives I want. Oh really? The master has promised me. Even now he approaches. Renfield grabs Jameson's eyeglasses. He sneaks past Jameson and heads for the front door. Hey, Em's me specs. Damn, he's foxed us. If he makes the village, it's all up for you. Calmly, gentlemen, calmly. I will fetch lanterns. Cedric, you and Jameson go from the terrace to the ravine. If Lord Godalming and I search the front lawn, we shall close him between us. Oh, why didn't I stay in general practice? Come on, Jameson. Right then, where away? The things you learn visiting other people's houses.、Uh, Doctor Van Zandt. Oh, Lord Godalming, Gordon. Ah, Helga, how long must we carry on this subterfuge?、Oh, damn. Parliament, damn politics, damn Lady Godalming, run away with me to India, and we'll live like wandering gypsies. Gordon, you promised we must conceal a little longer. I should be discredited by every psychologist in Vienna if I were discovered. I am a mistress of an English lord, and and you, dear Gordy, you would be ruined in Parliament if the Prime Minister knew of your liaison with an Austrian. The German question is so sensitive, and Lady Doris. Damn Lady Doris. Gordon. Oh, I don't mean it, but it's such agony. Oh, she can't live much longer, and she's hated me for years anyway. My whole life's been a parade dress: the family, the title, king and country. Why can't we have some ordinary peace and happiness? We have duties. We are, I'm afraid, hostages to history. Very well, dear doctor. I'll keep my peace, but my God, I wouldn't do this for any other woman in England. Gordon, Helga, are you there? Where are those lanterns? Duty, duty, my dearest lord. 
Off to the front lawn, then, Fräulein Doctor. Let's go find your prime specimen. The lanterns. Gordon, Helga. Fools. <laughs> All of them fools. <laughs> They're gone now, Master. I've distracted them. The way is clear. Now tell me you will fulfill your promise. Teach Renfield the secrets of life. I obey, Master. I will be patient. Thy will be done. Wilhelmina, come to me. Wilhelmina Murray appears on the stairs, carrying a copy of the Dial magazine. She's in a trance, drawn by the voice. Hello? Harker enters, carrying a camera and various gear. Hello? Is anyone in? Oh, beg pardon, miss. I say, miss. Ah, parlez-vous anglais? Speaking to Deutsch? Obviously some sort of trance. Well, might as well get a snap for the old glow before I'm chucked out. Harker takes a flash photo. The sudden light startles Wilhelmina to consciousness. What are you doing here? Come to that. What am I doing here? I just got here. Scavenger hunt? Or are you sightseeing? Motor cars failed. Think it's the dash magneto. Saw your light through the fog and came up. Motorcar? Frightfully sporty, but wildly improbable. What sort of motorcar? Borrowed, actually. Whose house am I in, by the by? <laughs> Dr. Cedric Seward. And who are you, by the by? What? Oh, sorry. I'm Jonathan Harker, of the London Globe. <laughs> of course. You're here to serialize my autobiography. Ah, why, yes, miss. That's just it. Your tone gives you away. You've just decided I'm an inmate. Inmate? Beg pardon? Oh, Dr. Seward is the head of the Whidbey Sanatorium. Yes, of course. The great gloomy heap on the hill. I knew it was somewhere in these parts. Are you a patient? <laughs> you're the reporter. Draw an inference. any rate, you're welcome. That is, if Uncle Cedric doesn't murder you in cold blood. Hates the press. Doesn't everyone? Take off your coat and warm yourself by the fire. Care for a brandy? Promise you'll be civil and entertaining, and I'll intercede for you. I'm Wilhelmina Murray. Would you like a cigar? Ah, charm, Miss Murray. <laughs> Call me Willie. Everyone does sooner or later. Willie? Call me Jonathan. Almost no one does. Yes to the brandy. I'm usually civil, if softly approached. I almost never smoke cigars, and I promise to be as entertaining as possible. Capital. May you improve on acquaintance. Here's your brandy. I hate cigars. And a writer's promise is a tiger's smile, as Oscar Wilde once said. I wonder where everyone is, come to think of it. Wouldn't have been the lanterns I saw going down the edge of the grounds as I came in. Really? Hmm. Must be chasing the Renfield again. The who? The local diversion. Proper inmate? <laughs> oh, yes. I rather enjoy his escapades. Lightens the hours. You have no idea how dull country life can be. It needn't be. Are you really a reporter, or are you here to filch the heirlooms? It wasn't wild. What? 
A writer's promise, like a tiger's smile. It wasn't wild. It was lit and streaky. It reads delightful. Well, one tries. Now, if you will, a few explanations. What on earth were you doing when I came in? Oh, no interviews, please. How does this camera work? Here, I'll show you. Stand over there, will you? Right. Oh, please excuse my running on. I tend to prattle. Left alone as a child, they say it's compulsive. Certainly. Think nothing of it. Now, hold your head like this. Chin up. Oh, and I've had the slightest temperature. It's left me a bit giddy. Well, fever may have addled your wit, but it's given you a lovely color. Smooth-tongued rogue. Do give me fair warning next time. I hate surprises. Was frightened by a grouse hunt as a child. Now, don't move a muscle. The shadow of a bat appears at the French doors. Jonathan. Miss Murray, what is it? Are you unwell? Do you believe in the intervention of fate? I never did. Till now. My dear girl, you're quite in need of some air. Let's step out on the terrace. Ah! Jesus, look at the size of the bat. Well. We'll see to this. He grabs a fire poker and rushes at the bat. In the struggle, he's nicked on the forehead, but drives the bat off. Things that go bump in the night. Good Lord, deliver us, vicious beast! Damn, he's blooded me. Miss Murray, Willie, you are unwell. It will out. They say blood will have blood. Oh, Jonathan, come here. I'm going to faint. Please excuse it. If I die or go mad, please remember that. I liked you very much, my dear girl, Willie. Oh Christ! Her uncle had me flayed alive. Patting her hand, he is attempting to revive her when Renfield opens the doors and enters. Thinking that Harker is attempting to harm Wilhelmina, Renfield grabs him in a bear hug and lifts him off the ground. Yeah. Oh, you're new here, aren't you? What the? Shh. Quiet now. I'll explain the rules. You must never, never touch Miss Wilhelmina. That's very naughty. She is promised, and you shouldn't be out of your room at all after dark. That's very wrong. Will you please put me down? Promise not to run. Cross my heart. Now look here. There's been some misunderstanding. There always is. My good man, what is your name? You first. John Harker. And you are? I'm Jameson, the butler here. You'll be seeing a lot of me. We try to make everyone feel at home while they regain their life force. Must care for the life force. Feed it. Nurture it. Yes, but must sustain the life force. Oh Lord, have mercy on a poor wayfarer. Renfield tries to hide by holding a stool over his head, cringing in the corner. He must have come this way. Double back. But Gordon, how could Gobbleman get lost? His torch went out, I think. Maddening. But where could Renfield have? Oh, right, Jameson. Jameson bounds across the room and collars Renfield and retrieves his glasses. And your niece, I think, has fainted. Willie, what's happened here? And who in hell are you? I'm John Harker, reporter. Your niece was frightened by a bat and fainted when that fellow came in and grabbed me. 
Young man, I'll what have... What is a deed without a name? Up above the world so high, like a tea tray in the sky. Uh, hello, everyone. What? Oh, Lord, I've nodded off again. My apologies, Mr. Harker. I seem to be the subject of fits these days. Thank God you're all right. Now see here, Harker. Uncle, please. Mr. Harker is a motorist in distress. He saved me from, well... Probably rabies, at least. Now be civil. I'm sure he'll refrain from writing about us if we're hospitable. My word as an Oxford man. Hmm. Which house? Maudlin, sir. Corpus Christi, myself. How do you do? Pleased to meet you, sir. Glad that's settled. Now what's an Oxford man doing reporting? Yes. Family's frightfully cut up about it. Everything all right, Jameson? Ye have eyes and ye see not. Ears, and you hear not? <laughs> fools. Fools. <laughs> More than fools. Food. <laughs> you don't mean that, Renfield. Yes. Yes, I do. Well, all except you. Why do you say that? Uh, I can't tell. You can tell me, Renfield. Why am I the exception? Because you are chosen... I told him, you see, I, I told him how you were special. I've always thought you were. No. No, master. I would never tell them. Never. I, I didn't mean to. Don't punish me, please. Jameson. No, don't touch me. Stay away from me. Back. Count Dracula steps into the room. What now? Good Lord. Good. Good evening. I am Dracula. Sir? Count Dracula, late of Transylvania. As I approached, I heard the sounds of struggle. Well, you certainly seem to have come just in time. You rather surprised us, Count. Yes. Well, we'd best get Renfield back to his cell. I'll need some help, sir. One moment. He will go with you now. If you say so, sir. After you, Renfield. Amazing, my dear. Remarkable effect you have on the Renfield. In my family, there are certain gifts to quiet, to heal. Indeed. Yes, my house is an ancient one. We are descended from the Han. The blood of Attila flows in these veins. But this is fascinating, Count. You must speak further. But I fear the company have rather the advantage of me. Oh, silly of me. I believe you know Dr. Van Zant. This is Jonathan Harker, and I'm Cedric Seward, and this is my niece, Wilhelmina Murray. Charmed, Miss Murray. I... I feel almost as if we have met before. Perhaps in a dream. Are you long in this country, Count? Alas, no. My business here concludes itself within the fortnight. But I could not resist the chance to meet my charming neighbors face to face, just once. Only once? You must give us a chance to get to know you better. Ah, but to know you, Miss Murray, I feel would take a lifetime. Perhaps several lifetimes. And you're only here for a few days. Pity. Are you traveling for pleasure, Count? I take pleasure in those I meet along the way and from walking on occasion in the company of men. You're saying you spent a lot of time alone then, Count? 
My native land has grown barren, you see. There are few of us left. I myself am the last of my line. The very last? How that must prey upon your mind. I say, Harker, your forehead's bleeding. What? Oh, yes, with a damn bat nick me. A bat? Take care, Mr. Harker. Such a wound can be more dangerous than you think. Cedric! Cedric! Where is anybody? Hello, Abraham. Hello. You have ghosts. Billy, what are you doing out of bed? It's been a very busy night. Don't worry, I feel much better now. Ah, oh, Professor Abraham Van Helsing. This is Jonathan Harker. Good evening, Mr. Harker. Professor. And Count Dracula. Count Dracula. Yes, that name is familiar to me, I think. And yours to me. I have read your works. Really? With great pleasure. Of course. I mentioned one of your ancestors, the hero of the Turkish Wars. The same? Vlad Dracula. He is a legend among my people. And among the Turks as well. Oh, they had another name for him. Yes, Vlad the Impaler. Those were barbarous times. He was cruel but just. No doubt, Professor, your studies revealed the many calumnies his memory endured. He was slandered? A vampire? Oh, how thrilling! Please, excuse me, everyone. Lord Godulming comes not back yet. I think I should go to the end of the terrace. Quite right, Helga. Best I go with you. Please excuse me, gentlemen. I have another guest lost out on the lawn. Cedric, there is some trouble? No, it's just Gordy. Do tell us more, Count. I fear these gentlemen will laugh at the superstitions of my backward country. No, no, it's fascinating. Tell us of your ancestor, the vampire. Indeed. Shh. The peasant said that he drank the blood of his captives and thus gained immortality. Such legends persist to this day. Is it not said that the vampire can be killed only by a stake driven through the heart? Just so. And are they not said to be shapeshifters? To change into beasts at will? It is said of magicians. They tell this of your King Arthur's Merlin, do they not? And do they not fear the articles of Christian faith, the host, the holy water, and... Van Helsing picks up a Bible from the desk with a silver cross embossed on the cover and holds it towards Dracula. The cross? The parish priests would have it so. No myth but has some grain of truth, I think. Vampires. Blood-sucking beasts. Incredible. Really how the story grows in the telling. The lore of my poor country seems ridiculous, Mr. Harker. It's just that the whole idea is so alien to the 20th century. I wish not to be an object of mirth. Pardon me, Count. Ah, my pride is at fault. A retiring scholar from a faraway land. I am not at ease in company, I fear, having spent so long in study. And you study... The nature of life. Harker has drifted to his camera, turns suddenly, and takes a photograph of Dracula. 
Ugh! Harker pulls the photo plate of Dracula from the camera and retrieves the earlier plate of Wilhelmina from the table. Didn't mean to startle you, Count, but I thought to have another snap to commemorate the occasion. In my country, we keep the ancient teaching and make no graven images. Dreadfully sorry. Meant no harm. Mr. Harker meant not to offend your religious views, Count, I am sure. How if we purify elementally? Van Helsing takes one of the photoplates from Harker's hand. Professor, that's not... That's not to worry, my boy. Van Helsing flings the photoplate into the fireplace. That we have resolved cultural difference. Well, that's what counts. Count, I do apologize. Think no more of it. Count, where did you say you were staying? Van Helsing and Harker have a silent exchange about the photoplate. Harker holds the remaining plate behind his back. For now I have taken the castle Carfax across your charming valley. But isn't it practically in ruins? Yes, but it will serve. And it reminds me of my homeland, alas. You sound so sad. I think of my country in more glorious times. Now a poor, cruel land. But the winds that blow cold across my battlements will welcome me. There I shall not be the foreigner. Damn beasties. Wonder what sets them off. They sing the music of olden times. And man was one with the creatures of the night. In my country, we still hear the song, though we may not know the words. Ah, but I tire you with my reminiscences. Allow me to take my leave, my pleasant neighbors. Perhaps we shall meet again. Depend upon it. Hmm, abrupt fellow. Strange man. Helga, Mr. Harker, you have chemicals to develop photograph? Why, yes, but... Uh, you... Good, bring them. Helga! Ja, ja, what is? Ja, ja, stay with Philly. Do not leave her. But what are Come. What possesses the professor? I'm sure I don't know. The Count left, and he started commandeering everybody. What do you think of the Count? <laughs> I should love to study him at close range. I should think. Helga, I realize that I'm under house arrest, but could you get me a copy of the dial? I think it's on the night table. I promise not to have a fit until you return. Very well. Try to rest, Wilhelmina. Miss Murray. Why, Count? I thought you had left us forever. I was rude in my leave-taking, I fear, and I very much desire your good opinion, dear lady. And it is yours, of course, but it is I who am socially remiss. Can I offer you a sherry, some brandy? I never drink wine. Tonight, dear lady, I drink your beauty and am content. Why, Count, if it weren't for my silly malady, I, I think I should blush. Ah, oh, forgive me, I tire you with my attentions. You should rest. Count... What do you see out there in the fog? Destiny. Wilhelmina. Come and share the mystery of the night. This peaceful night. Suspend it forever. Enfolded in mist. 
a sable world flung down before you, a carpet for the queen of night. For so you are, my beloved. I have hunted down the sentries for you, driven by the loneliness of immortality. Soon you shall be my bride of darkness. Count, what means this? You are the mistress of meanings, Fraulein Doctor. I take it to mean that you have attempted to seduce a dangerously ill woman, and she has fainted. Your admiration for your ancestor has led you to a sorry pass, imitating his exploits in this shabby way. Ah, I fear you misinterpret, learned lady. I beg you to share your knowledge of the mind with me. Come, let us talk together, and perhaps you can unlock the secrets of my heart. I... I should call Dr. Seward and have you shown out about... But you will not. I knew you would not refuse me. Come, let us walk to the end of the terrace and I will explain myself. Count, you must describe to me your early childhood. When I was a boy in Transylvania, I hungered for one thing. <sighs> Willie, I say, are you quite all right? Ah! <sighs> well... This is flattering, but do you think we ought? Oh, never mind. Jonathan, something evil has touched me. Oh, God, not again. What the bloody hell are you up to with my niece? Cedric, control yourself. Damn it, sir. She's had another fit. Stop attacking me and do something for her. Argue later. Cedric, give me some brandy. Ah, her pulse is strong, but she is in shock. Where is Helga? Young man, what exactly happened? When I came in, she was, well, rather hysterical. And by the time I could make any sense of the situation, she'd fainted. As soon as he gets the brandy, Van Helsing begins rubbing it on Wilhelmina's wrist. I was a fool to leave her. What is it, Abraham? Never mind. But if my diagnosis is correct, we are all in grave danger. Lord Godalming carries the lifeless, blood-drenched, body of Helga into the room. My God! Helga! My Helga! Someone will pay for this, I swear it! End of Act One Act Two Scene One it is just past sundown, three days later. The weather has grown even more gloomy and ominous. Lowering thunder punctuates the ensuing scene. The study is rather gloomy. Jameson is sitting at the desk. There is a large silver chapel crucifix on the chaise, and two boxes with books and crosses scattered about. Jameson is attempting to cheer himself in his solitude by singing odd church hymns and talking to a stuffed owl that sits on the top of the desk. He takes the owl down, blows dust from its head, and places it back on the desk. And one was a sailor, and one was a queen, and one was a shepherdess on the grain. 
They was all of them saints of God. And I mean, God helping to be one too. Hmm. Don't have an opinion, do you? Shouldn't think so. Well, for my part, it's a dark time in an arrow place. Poor Miss Willie. As was always merry as a deacon, fainting and raving vile. Dr. Elga. God rest her soul. Murdered and under the sod. Hmm. There's none back from the burying yet, and it's past dark. Them high church folk do go on. And here's me own self, left alone to mind this old great pile. Proper bedlam it's becoming around here lately. Raven loony wandering about eating anything that's helpless. All the livestock in the county taking queer. Flaming great bats swooping, those damn hounds baying, and me with the bleeding croup. And not for neighbors, but that... Transylphony Count. Nasty piece of work he is. Noble is as noble does I, says. Between the medicals and the peerage, the brandy ain't gonna last all winter. If Dr. Seward could get anybody else at the pay, I'd be off like a shot. But I suppose I wouldn't have the heart to desert him. <laughs> Besides, who believe in references? Well, that's a good lad. You keep me counsel now. Come along, Gordy. You'll feel better after the nice lie-down. Can I help, my lord? Oh, none, Miss Cedric. I can make my way alone. I'll have to, now. Make coffee, Jameson, and wait till I ring. Is Willie resting? Yes, sir. Harker and Van Helsing back yet? Uh, the professor called to say Mr. Harker will be bringing him back in a motor car. From where? Well, bad connection, sir, but it sounded like Land's End. Said they'd be in by mid-evening. Please stand by, Jameson. It may be a long evening. Right, sir. Gordon, old man, would you care for another brandy? Uh, perhaps I'll have one myself. Well, she rests in Abraham's bosom now. Looked very peaceful, don't you think? She's at peace, don't you think, Cedric? Dear man, I'm sure of it. Why didn't you tell me how you two felt about each other? I'd have understood. She wouldn't hear of it. Wanted to publish her findings on Renfield before we did anything rash. She was looking out for my reputation as well. God knows I'd have chucked it all if she'd only let me. Down this woman I ever met. Jameson enters with coffee. Just so, just so. <laughs> the damnedest woman I ever met. Excuse me, sir. Will anybody be dining? Neither of us, Jameson. But you could set something for the professor and Mr. Harker. Willie seems to have given up food altogether. Yes, sir. Willie stopped eating. Uh, this morning at breakfast, my lord. Went into a screaming rage and flung her porridge across the room, shouting, What's the good of eating? It won't keep you alive once you're dead. <laughs> well, i better be about my duties now. That was when we knew she'd taken a turn for the worse. Yeah, shouldn't be bothering you at all, Cedric. You've got troubles of your own. Nonsense. Glad of the company. And you shouldn't be by yourself. Tom called a Van Helsing not to attend the funeral, I must say. And I'm surprised at him keeping company with that archer after he went and published that article on Helga. This mummy rich. I can't understand why you're keeping him around for a pet city. Because Willie threatened to disown me if I chucked him out. Fact is, they seem to have fallen head over heels in love. Cedric! I know it's all a bit sudden, but he seems to have done more to perk up her spirits than all of us doctors combined. 
And I think that's a good value. Of course it is, if you want a journalist in the family. Gordy. Don't mind me, Cedric. I'm just angry and despondent. Christ, if I could just lay my hands on what have I killed Elga? You know, Gordy, that Dracula fellow was here most of that same evening. Bloody strange blighter he was, too. So I hear. Have you had anyone check up on him? The village constable said he'd get around to it when he had the time. God, what's the point of having a title if no one does what you tell them to? Well, I don't trust him, and neither does Van Helsing. You don't say. Uh, that settles it. Is it too rude to call on me? I'll go call on him. Have a look at the man's pedigree. Investigate his bloodlines. Gordon, sit down. You're too drunk to cross the room. I can still sit a horse. I'm going to pay a call on neighbor Dracula. Get some answers. Good evening, Dr. Sivart. And this, I take it, must be Lord Godalming. Didn't anyone ever teach you to knock? So, you're Dracula, eh? I want to ask you some questions about... The late Dr. Van Zandt? Ah, oh, yes. My condolences on the loss of your friend. I fear my absence was noted at the funeral. I did think it rather queer. I suffered quite a loss, you know. I know more of loss than you can ever comprehend, Lord Godalming. But I see no need to mourn for the dead. In many ways, they are to be envied. What do you mean by that? Have a little respect, if you please. I believe you said the other day that you were leaving us soon, Count. Yes, my affairs here will be concluded this very night. I have come to bid you all farewell. Yes, well, goodbye. Nice to have met you. I should also like to pay my respects to Miss Murray. Willie? Yes, well, I'm afraid you can't do that. The professor said no visitors, and she's rather worse today. Ah, yes, the professor. So, I was afraid he'd prove an annoyance. Now, look here, I've had just about enough of your cryptic remarks. Oh, hush, Gordon. Oh, don't shush me, Cedric. I want some straight answers to some very simple questions. It's getting so anyone with fancy dress and an accent can claim descent from the Caesars. You are a very formidable opponent, Lord Godalming. What is it you wish to know? I wish to know about Helga's death, for one thing, and about those murders in the village. Seems to me he started haunting Carfax just about the right time. And so suspicion falls on the stranger. You're bloody well right it does. Now, I want the truth. The truth? If I had committed those murders in the village and destroyed Dr. Van Zandt, if I were the sinister agent responsible for Miss Mary's condition, if you knew this to be true, to whom could you speak? Among all humankind and be believed. Should I reveal to you that I were some creature that sustains itself forever by drinking human blood? Some vampire out of legend? You would go screaming to a priest who would tell you such things do not exist. The vampire in these times should perish from solitude and disbelief. No, gentlemen. To look upon me and see that truth, it is impossible. But enough. I go to claim my own.
Tune in next week at the same time for the continuation of The Passion of Dracula on KB Cabaret.